This podcast is for PR pros who are looking to discover the best strategies for landing their dream retainer clients and scoring them top tier media coverage. I'm your host, Jen Burson, and I want you to have a fulfilling career in PR that totally lights you up without sacrificing your personal or family time or your sanity. Welcome to the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. I'm Jen Burson. I'm the founder of Generation PR and the creator of the Profitable PR Pros community and our vast uh, offering of resources aimed to help you become a pitching powerhouse and then teaching you how to grow and scale your own profitable PR firm. I go live every single week on Facebook. Join us in the Profitable PR Pros community. We have over 2,500 PR professionals all over the world, the most collaborative, helpful, supportive community of PR professionals. Um, And we have all the programs that are designed to train you, help you become a pitching powerhouse. I'm gonna dive in today to talk about rates. Figuring out what to charge for your services, it can be really an ongoing battle, Um, but you know, we're, we always have this fear. It's usually what is driving the discussion is fear, holding you back from asking for what you worth, what you're worth, or asking for the value that you provide. We're going to talk about that as a way to just identify that thing that is keeping you stuck in your rates and playing small so that you can at least have that awareness and then look at it from a different lens that will give you that confidence to maybe slowly or maybe all at once increase your rate. So um, I know that we all like really struggle with this, but we all want to obviously be making more money. And I want you to think about doing it in a way where you're not actually having to work more or work harder because we want to get you away from the um, trading time for dollars model. And I don't want you to automatically jump to the decision that if you want to make more money, you have to spend more time bringing more clients at the same rate. So I know that the biggest kind of challenge in working with all of the members of my programs is fear. That is the thing, the number one thing that holds people back from making the decision that they're going to raise their rates. Um, Usually it's that fear they're going to lose a client when they're having that discussion. Back when I first started my agency in 2005, I charged as little as I could for a bunch of reasons, but I realized that all of those reasons were really rooted in fear. Um, I was afraid that if I asked for more money, people would leave. They would say, well, we can't afford that or you're not worth it. The decision to hire a PR firm should not solely be based on the price. It should be based on the fit, on the connection, the agency's um, expertise, um, and and established reputation, contacts, experience, and knowledge in your niche. Um, That's what we really try to convince clients of when we're on these calls, that we are the right fit. So that if price is a challenge, that decision will be a discussion. I worried too back when I got started that if I didn't have experience or the knowledge to merit the rates, the retainers I was asking for that I wanted to earn, um, that that was gonna come up. People were gonna say, well, you're not established and you don't really have the know-how yet. 
And um, I also worried that there was this world full of experts, authorities, deep subject matter experts, niche experts, and that maybe I didn't stack up. But what I realized pretty quickly on and what I try to encourage members of our community to really think about and wrap their head around is that's just wrong. Um, you're probably undercharging. And in order to grow and scale your agency, you need to ask for more money. Um, and this is what happens. It's kind of this beautiful, brilliant thing that when you charge more, you attract better clients. Once I um, raised our rates, we attracted a higher caliber service. And the nutty thing is that if we charged less, these clients probably wouldn't speak to us in the first place and we wouldn't be taken seriously. So it's kind of this interesting thing where there's this perceived value you know, I'm not saying just like charge an exorbitant amount and be like, I'm worth it. You know, um, it, it's it's all about and we're going to talk about how you four strategies you can use to raise your rates and charge what you're worth. So we'll dive into that. But it's really about conveying that value. And that's like the number one thing. So it has to align with the value that you're offering, the value you are able to provide or that you expect to provide um, based on your track record. So that's number one. That's the number one strategy is know your value. Um, you know, when I started my agency, like so many other people, I experienced imposter syndrome and I had the ability, I had the, pardon me, inability to internalize the things that I had accomplished and I had this like overwhelming, persistent fear of being kind of exposed as a fraud. That's what imposter syndrome is. It's feeling like you lucked into everything. You That was a fluke or you couldn't do it again if you tried or that just happened because of external circumstances and not because of anything you did. And that if clients asked enough questions, they're going to figure you out. That's imposter syndrome. If that sounds familiar at all and you have imposter syndrome, here are some things to think about in order to be it, beat it, okay? So know the facts because facts can kill fear. The simplest way to undermine the fear that you're not good enough is to get a clear understanding of what other people get paid, okay? <laughs> Seriously, I research my competition as often as possible and I ask myself objectively, how do I measure up? Are my outcomes, are my results as good as theirs? Am I visible in the industry and as visible as they are? I did my homework, I poked around, um, and I will say this is easier to do now than it was when I was getting my start and even 10, 15 years ago, 16 years ago when I got my start because of this community that we've created especially in our agency accelerator program, people are sharing their rates. They're sharing their results. Once you do your homework, you might just realize you're at the top of the class. If you're not, you're seeing where you fall short and you can equip yourself to make the changes that are necessary to really help you get there. So you can kind of see like, okay, where am I falling short? Is it results? Is it case studies? Is it testimonials? Is it experience? What do I need? 
to get to where my peers are and to be able to charge that rate. And we help you with that. Ask for what you're worth is strategy number two. So when we started working with our larger clients, we tripled our rates. They never batted an eye and they never negotiated. So clients, like I said, the bigger ones will not take you seriously if your rates are low. And if your rates are too low, you tend to attract lower paying, lower caliber clients. You end up always having to bend over backwards to make them happy. There is a 99% correlation between discounting your services, offering lower rates, and then you know getting these lower caliber clients, and then the lowest paying clients being the biggest pain. <laughs> when you discount your prices, you attract low caliber clients and they will suck the life out of you. So what's happening with these higher paying clients, higher caliber clients, is they believe in you. They know that you must be worth it because of your rates and that you'll provide them with ex exceptional, excellent service. They let you do your job without ever questioning your process or what you're doing. When you uh, ask for what you want and you get these higher rates and clients leave you alone, it's like the dream. It's living the dream. So if you don't ask, the answer is always going to be no. People are never more open and willing to give you what you want than after you've just made their life a whole lot easier. Um, uh, yeah, so if you do a great job and you meet their expectations or even over deliver, you'll end up with more opportunities than you know what to do with. Um, and this all starts, this is what we teach you guys, it all starts on that sales call. So if you're on the sales call and you've provided value to someone before they even hired you. You start showing you're an expert. You really show them what you know, then they are more willing to and open to paying higher rates, especially because you've stepped into that role as an expert and an authority in your niche and in their industry, and you show them how you're going to bring them results. So think about that. You are giving value on the sales call and um, you're showing them already, like, I know my stuff. I'm, you know, this is where we um, in the pitch lab give these monthly execution plans. And part of it are editorial calendars that actual publications are working on and when. And when you have that and you're on a sales call, name drop. Oh, Allure's working on their August issue is going to be their um, best you know, best of beauty issue or Oprah magazine is going to be doing their, um, you know, small business roundup in October. <laughs> I like using them on sales calls because we have 45 pages of content. You can start rattling off ideas. You're not giving your strategy. You're showing what you know and how it can and benefit them. And when you do that on sales calls, they're like, this is our this is our agency. They know what they're up to and we and they'll just want to work with you. Um, you're giving them value right out of the gate. So that's number two. Ask for what you're worth. Provide value on that sales call so they feel your expertise right from the beginning. Total game changer to my current client strategies and potential client sales calls. Strategy number three for knowing your, your worth and asking for it is set clear boundaries. So I really want you to listen to me on this one. This is really important. 
You cannot yield to your client's demands at all times at the expense of your own well-being. It never works, at least not for long. So set healthy boundaries. And the secret to doing this is clear communication from day one. So you can come up with a set of simple packages, um, you know, what you offer and what they get and lay it out and lay it out what you'll give them in terms of the services, but also the resources you'll create, access to you, um, and what amount of money. Doing this not only makes boundary setting simple and straightforward, it also really makes you look professional and buttoned up. Um, I will say I don't personally do this piece that I'm going to tell you about. You might want to consider it. I don't do this. I'll tell you how I set boundaries. But you can specifically write them out. Tell the time of day you're going to communicate with them, how you'll communicate, what's the best days, which days that you aren't available, um, the exact services you're providing and any resources you might share. What I do is I will not work I, okay, even if I am working after hours, I will not send emails. I don't send a proposal or respond to them in the proposal phase on a weekend or late at night. I don't want to set the expectation that I'm working at all hours. So I'll hold on to it. You can use Boomerang and Gmail and schedule it to go out first thing in the morning the next day. I want to get results during normal business hours. I haven't had a client call or text me on a weekend in more than a decade. Think about that in more, probably longer, more than a decade. I haven't had a client call or text me on a weekend. You know, if they email late at night, they get a, resp a response first thing in the morning and you're showing them, hey, I'm going to respond to you during business hours. What we charge is not based on how much time you spend on an account, but it's based on the fact that you're an expert and we bring results. Um, and the other argument is like, think about how fast you can cut to the chase on something because you're very dialed into your niche. You know directly who to go to. You have a dialed in media list. You have these relationships. You have industry know-how. You know what they're working on. So all of that time and research is just available to the client. And if that's based on... Um, time or all of that, not time, but expertise, research, know-how, all of those things that you already have dialed in because you're an expert, you're not going to be able to charge the client for the time to go and do all of that again. They're just paying your rate because they're coming in at a time-saving advantage because you're awesome. And that's who, you, you know, you're already coming in at, a, at an awesome subject matter expert already. And so they're paying that value right out of the gate. The number four point I have for you Start making waves. People are going to pay more to work with someone who they deem to be an expert, a thought leader. If you don't believe you're good enough or smart enough or informed enough to have a voice in the conversation, if you don't think that you're qualified to speak in these you know, public arenas on a subject, you can weigh in, then you know, you're not gonna be able to be an expert and you're not gonna charge what you're worth. If you don't think you can weigh in on, a, on the conversation, you never will. And this is another way that imposter syndrome is going to creep in and hold you back. Um, you know, you may eventually um, gain success 
and respect in your field without having a prominent voice in your industry, but it's going to take a hell of a lot longer and be harder for you. And it really doesn't have to be that way. Like we know that we pitch our clients, we position them well, even if they're kind of new in their industry or they've never, you know, there's a lot of experts that don't have certifications or professional qualifications, but they have results. They have transformations. They've helped people do something. They have a process for how they help people do that and their clients get results. So they are qualified to speak about that and we position them to the media based on those facts. You can do the same thing for yourself, okay? So how do you get started doing this? You study the subject matter for the niche that you're in. And really think about, this is why I encourage everyone to niche down. When you're a generalist, you don't appeal to anyone. You can't raise your rates. You have to become known as a go-to authority in your space. So study the subject matter for the niche that you're in. And once you know everything about the niche, not everything, but like what's now, what are the trends that are taking place in the niche? You can put yourself out there and speak to those trends. Um, you know, start talking about what you know on social media, write articles, give quotes, show that you are an expert in your niches to attract the kind of clients that you want. Talked about what you've learned so that businesses are going to begin to see that you're the go-to, you know your stuff, and insert yourself into the conversations around topics that are relevant to your niche so that you can attract your ideal clients. You have to convey yourself as someone who's informed and smart enough to have a voice in that niche. Informed and smart enough to have a voice in your niche. So people respect what you have to say. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to be out there. You don't have to be everybody's expert to be an expert. You just need to remember what you know and what you believe and what you have experienced is valuable for people to know and for you to share and it'll help you raise your rates. So to recap the four points that I want you to really check into, know your value, ask for what you're worth. I want you to set clear boundaries because this will start to seep into your profitability when you're available at all times. You show the client that your time is not valuable. You don't respect it, so they shouldn't either. None of that, guys. Um, setting clear boundaries is number three. And number four, start making waves. Be the expert you are with pride because that is what we're here for, to make you more money in less time, help you run a business you love, you're passionate about, live your dream. Thank you guys so much for being here.